So today we are in Romans 6, and so far we have been covering the Gospel of God in the book of Romans, written by the Apostle Paul. And in this chapter I'll be covering man's transfer from Adam into Christ, the historical experience of Christ for us, and our participation with Christ working within to sanctify us. But before we start, it's crucial and essential for us to realize what the Apostle Paul wrote in the previous chapter. There's a major turn in his writings to the Roman believers. In the first four and a half chapters of Romans, Paul was primarily concerned with man's deeds and the sinful acts of fallen man. However, in the second half of Romans 5, Paul goes beyond man's condition and situation. Those issues before God have been solved, but now a hidden yet even more problematic issue is revealed. The problem is not what man does, but who man is. In the divine reality, the problem with the person of man depends upon which person they belong to. In the entire universe, God sees only two people, Adam and Christ. If we belong to Adam, we inherit sin, God's judgment, and death. However, if we make the transfer over to Christ, we receive grace, righteousness, and life. Now we can return back to Romans 6. And here it is very important to realize how man can make this transfer from the heritage of Adam to the gift in Christ. Paul begins in verse 3, by being baptized into Christ. Simply put, it is our faith and our baptism that links us to Christ and delivers us out of Adam. These two steps in our salvation experience bring us into a union and oneness with Christ. Faith and baptism are the keys to unlock the treasury in Christ. But how does this really work? I mean, it was over 2,000 years ago that Christ was crucified on the cross at Mount Calvary and was resurrected three days later. But Paul here says in verse 4 that we have been buried with Christ through baptism into his death. And just as Christ was raised from the dead, we also walk in newness of life. So this is because we are joined to Christ in his inseparable organic union. His death and his resurrection are now ours for us to experience because now we have been transferred into him. So Paul makes this point here. That if we know this and have seen this, this glorious fact, it will revolutionize our Christian life. If the eyes of our heart are enlightened, spontaneous faith will rise up within to acknowledge what Christ has already accomplished. His history, all that he has done, his crucifixion and his resurrection can now become ours in our experience. Through our acknowledging of this fact of being identified with Christ, Innately within, as we see in verse 10, we are dead to sin and alive to God. So, sin no more reigns and lords over us anymore. And this is where Paul begins to reveal our cooperation of Christ working within to sanctify us. In verses 12 and 13, we reject the reigning of sin within our mortal body and present ourselves to God and even our members the members of our body as weapons of righteousness to God. So when we present ourselves to God, Christ within us, Christ living in us, is now free and available to sanctify us and solve the problem of our fallen nature within. And so every day, we really need to make a choice. 
We need to fight, not to be enslaved to sin and allow sin to lord over us anymore, but to realize that we are identified not with Adam anymore, but with Christ. No longer do we have to present our members as weapons of unrighteousness. Rather, our bodily members can be presented to God as weapons of righteousness. And so Paul says in verse 19, Paul continues that as we present our members as slaves to righteousness, the result is unto sanctification. Before our transfer in Adam, we were slaves of sin. And the result of such always ended in unclean and lawless things that made us immobile to stop these unrighteous activities and ultimately consummating issuing in death. But now, having been identified with Christ, if we can orient and angle ourselves towards righteousness, the result is Christ's sanctifying operation within and ultimately ending in eternal life. So chapter 6 concludes with verse 23, that the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life in Christ Jesus our Lord. The wages of sin is just a payment and it's entirely based upon a work that a person performs and so in the eyes of god what whatever man does apart from christ earns his wages in death but if we through faith and baptism are linked joined to christ we receive the very internal life that is able to change us able to change man able to change one sinners and make us sons of God.